this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic, I also do is delight Eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Eight more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Laurel, what's up? I am. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this third installment. We skipped two, and now you know why. It was last year that we did Halloween one, right? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No way. It could be two years. No, I think it was last year. I think we talked about, oh, every October we'll come back and do another one, except I don't really want to do Halloween 2. It's just, I haven't seen that one. It's just more Halloween. What if Halloween, but more like higher body counts? I don't know. It just didn't seem. Look, you see why I picked this one now. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is much fodder. There's, yeah. There's definitely a lot to lot to delve into here. We did Halloween three colon season of the witch, the controversial entry, I guess, in the Halloween franchise. Because so here, Laurel, here's the scoop. John Carpenter makes Halloween. Everyone loves it. You got to make another one. He's like, okay, but I don't want to do I I I don't want to do Michael Myers anymore. Halloween two is going to be a different story. That's what I want this franchise to be. And Hollywood, I don't know if you know this, likes money off like a like a lot. Indeed, so, that's yeah. surprising. So they said, what if instead more of that? <laughs> so they did it, and then okay, now we're done. Like sp- spoilers for Halloween two. It ends in a way that is pretty. We put a period at the end of that sentence. That's done. So then they were they went to that original idea of every Halloween movie now is going to be a different story. And they put this out and people went, there is no masked man stabbing people in this. And I don't care for that. So that was the end of that. And a few years later, we got Halloween for the return of Michael Myers and Halloween five, the curse of Michael Myers and or the revenge of Michael Myers and Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers and Halloween H2O, Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills, Halloween, another. Well, actually, wait, in chronological order, it's Halloween Resurrection, then Halloween, and then Halloween 2, and then Halloween again, and then Halloween Kills, and now Halloween Ends is next week? Two weeks? I'm not sure, but now all I can hear is, this is Halloween, this is Halloween. Have we had one, the musical yet? We have a Michael Myers, the musical, Halloween, the musical. Not yet, but I hope that's next because there's not much left to do. There's not. And what I would love is for the parts where you would expect Michael to sing. It just closes in on him and nothing. (laughs) And there's like a blank spot where there should be lyrics. And then it moves on to someone else. Like just every time. If every time it cut to him and it put a spotlight on him and music played as he's just stood there for three (laughs) minutes. And you try and determine whether the mask indicates embarrassment, annoyance, um, you know, being put on the spot. I don't know. Like, I didn't have time to come up with my lyrics. I didn't practice. 
You know I what that is? This is a musical. That's art. That would be art if we did a musical with no singing. <laughs> it's like just a blank screen or a jar of mayonnaise. Like, it's the cuts over to the victim he just killed. Same thing. They're just dead, so they can't contribute to the song. No, I th- I really think it's best though if only Michael has the silent moment. That's like, true. You have the victim, and maybe maybe their viscera set up a little bit of a chorus there. I don't know. Just spitballing here. But what rhymes with time... Halloween? Even this would be a very hard musical to write. Shallow teen. Mallow queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, really, if you as long as you rhyme with the ween. <laughs> yeah. We just need to have a character whose name rhymes with hallow. And then we can get a lot of mileage of it of, out of like. I can't even think of a fake name that rhymes with hallow. I can't either. All I can think now is like shallow, like aloe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got nothing. We have time. It doesn't open for a I couple know. of years. Yeah, we've got, we have time to come up with this. We'll, we'll, we'll start, start small. Yeah. Halloween the musical. People will yeah. come on name recognition alone. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no chance it won't. The we can do whatever and call it art. Universal will probably sue us, but I'd say yeah. it was worth it. That you know what? Is it truly art if no one suffers for for it? No. So no. that's our suffering is yeah. going bankrupt because Universal took us for everything we have. I literally open my veins and bleed on my keyboard at the end of every book. That's really more to summon the publisher demons than anything else but yeah, still that, that's just suffer. business yeah that's how that works we could just change it up like oh well you can't use michael myers like we didn't this is michelle byers <laughs> a completely original creation <laughs> and you don't own the rights to halloween that's just the calendar yep so you can't you don't you can't own time man <laughs> We've already got our legal argument set. Like, I feel like this is like at least halfway done already. Yeah. Basically, all we have to do is write the songs, dialogue, cast it, choreograph it. And, you know, that's do it. That's just nothing. That's that's easy. Yeah. Basically, at this point, we've made the cake. We just got to ice. Yeah. All the hard stuff's done. Yeah. Yeah. Although I tend to ice very uh, whomper jawed. So you might want to. What was that word? Whomper jawed. I don't know. My my husband introduced me to that word. I have a feeling it's like a like a Wells family thing. I don't know. Is that but it's descriptive? Is that just like does it mean not well or chaotically? Or? It means like off kilter, kind of screwed up looking. Like, you know, you get that cupcake that's like the icing is sliding off of it. Mm. Whatever. That's the Whomper jawed cupcake. I have never heard that before. So I'm glad make that it a two, thing. 216 episodes in, I'm still learning. <laughs> Let's make it a thing. Because that's what we say around here. This is a very educational podcast. We like people to walk away going, I got some laughs and I got a couple little factoids that yeah, I didn't know before. I got to say, one thing that irritates me, though, is that I have noticed that like, so when we when we first met, I was very taken aback by the fact that he always pronounced the H in like W words, like the WH ones. And I didn't like wool. Yeah. Or like, like whipped cream. Yeah. You know? And, what? and I was like, that's weird. That's a, that's a weird thing to do. But I just heard myself say whomper jawed. Why and I'm am I saying what, what, what? 
I stole that from Hot Rod. I can't take credit for that. I I think that I I stole part of it from Family Guy. But... That's what I was thinking of too. Yeah, man. Cool whip. Cool no, cool whip. whip. Why are you saying it like that? Because it's it's Swamper Jod. That's why. We watched Halloween three. <laughs> which yes we did still to this day i i thought that reputation of ugh, the one without michael myers kind of died and we had the same reaction to it back when we you know like the summer of 98 that i've referenced before where me and my two friends discovered horror and went through this franchise the nightmare franchise it was the same thing like oh the one without michael myers is so dumb and then we went back to it a little bit later and went actually this movie's pretty rad and I kind of thought that's where the the popular opinion had went, but then a couple of years ago, or last year maybe, I think maybe it was last year, they released the first five movies in these 4K special editions, and I still saw tons of people going, well, there's no point in buying three. I'm just going to get one, two, four, five. It's like, one, how could you stand looking at that on your shelf? Because I know. that's not math. Yeah, that would bother me. Everyone but, would ask, where's three? Yeah. Where's the, why don't you have three? All the time, like just for 30 bucks, it's worth it just to stop people. Yeah, because I have a constant stream of people I allow in my messy house. Absolutely. Totally me too. Forever, always. It's never just the four. It's not just the four (laughs) of us all the time forever because I'd rather just not socialize versus (laughs) pick things up. So, yeah, it is. It's just it's kind of weird, too, because like most of the Halloween sequels are not very good. So I don't know why. The other ones, like six and eight, are all held in. Well, at least Michael Myers is in them. But like, yeah, but they're they're kind of trash. Yeah, I think that I think it's an expectation issue. Like for me, like I, hello, bird. Um, got something to say. I don't think he likes three either. But uh, I, it's like I don't. I guess part of it is like where I think the only other ones of Halloween that I had seen is like Halloween five. And that was solely because I used to go to Suncoast Video like every weekend and buy a movie. And it's like that happened to be one that they had. So I just like nabbed that. Um, and then I think H2O. Those were the only ones I'd seen. So it's not like I had this like love of the of the franchise that was going to be decimated by this. And, you know, now that you say that where it was like his, originally his plan to do like a different one. I can really see how it, it would be like an ongoing anthology of just Halloween related tales. So if you pluck it out in that sense, really we can blame Halloween two for this being an issue. Halloween three is paying for the mistakes of Halloween two. It's and true. That's unfair. If Halloween three had been two, there that timeline must exist somewhere. And I'm very curious what Halloween movies they got, or if they just got same thing, one and two, and people went, this seems like a bad idea. Let's it's not hard do to this say. anymore. But it's kind of, I mean, it's almost more like, you know, Tales from the Dark Side or uh, crap, the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt tried that Tales approach, Crypt, actually, where they just did Tales from the Crypt independent, uh, like individual movies, and that didn't go great. I mean, mm. it started okay. Then they did Bordello of Blood. And then we all collectively went, oh, we're done with that. So I kind of love that movie. I like, like it more than most, but. Like, yeah, I really, truly don't like Dennis Miller anymore, but seeing him with a water gun full of holy water shooting scandally clad vampire demons while ballroom blitz plays. Yeah. And Harvey Keitel, like, it's just strange to me that he no wait, 
I was, I was going to say, is he in that movie? Nope. You know what? I'm thinking of From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, that movie's great. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop talking now. I don't think I've seen Bordello of Blood. I have nothing to add. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the, now you got me to sort of defend Bordello of Blood. No, I'd say, I'd say From Dust Till Dawn is the all-time best vampire movie. Oh, it's it's amazing. It is strange to me, though, to see Harvey Keitel get like that silly, but... I just want to really watch that movie. I know. I have it on VHS, which does mean so actually. (laughs) But we didn't watch that movie. We watched Halloween three. Yes. Well, I will. I'm going to try better to stay on track. I'm sorry. Keep going off. Whenever, if you have to, you know, defend this movie, it's the only Halloween movie with Tom Atkins bare ass. That's true. I was wondering whether that was a stunt ass or not. No, apparently that's the real. That's all Atkins. So. Hmm. There you impressive go. impressive yeah. i don't even where how do you summarize the plot of this movie aside from i'm gonna do the whole thing seven more days till halloween 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 seven more days till halloween silver shamrock i started at eight i have to get to zero by the end of this recording which is awful Laurel, summarize the plot of Halloween 3. Okay, so basically you've got a, a, a master devious plan by this company, Silver Shamrock, to sell uh, these Halloween masks, which, again, given the era, I will say that they look like high-quality masks. And I can see why during that time people would have been drawn to them because they're not just that, like, plastic you know, with like the tiny little slits for eyes, like, you know, the My Little Pony with yeah. the elastic band. So I can see them being being more enticing than that. But apparently there's some master plan to explode people with yeah, them. I was a little unclear. Kids' heads into snakes. As one does. Um, Which will had... suck for the adults because not only did all these kids die, but now we just got all these snakes running around. And like cockroaches or something. Which is not cool. Uh, no, you don't. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the snake, but I will have to, and I guess we're bouncing around here, but um, one of the scenes that really got me was like the one where like the, it happens to the kid, like towards the end, like that family that we keep following and the dad, like he doesn't go to his collapsed, clearly grievously injured son. He immediately goes to bounce. Like, he's just like, I'm out. And I'm just like, my dude, like you're, you're, it's not, you know, it's like, well, he's done for. I'm going to save myself. He is correct. There's just snakes there now where heads used to be. I at least want there to be done. Take at least take the mask off. Like if my child like falls on the floor, my assumption isn't immediately he's gone. It's he jumped off the couch and he's trying to scare me. There's snakes there, Laurel. More than one. And I think that's how he dies. Is a snake kind of bites his pants and then he's dead. But as and that happens, obviously. I never did understand what happened to the mom. I well, she. I we just see her pass out, so we have to assume the snake eventually went over there and num numbed, and that was the end of that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. All we see is her pass out. Yeah, yeah that is basically the plot. I think that, but it, it, it's when on a high level, you can just say evil toy company makes masks that on Halloween will kill everyone wearing them but it's when you drill down that extra level 
and there's robots and mm-hmm. like Celtic cult sacrifices and, and Stonehenge a- plays yeah. a part. I will have to say one of the things I really liked though is when he was like, you wouldn't believe what it what it took to get this over here. And like that's it. It's like, hmm. I appreciate that they filled that plot hole in this shoddy fashion yeah. of like, you know, well, there's not really a good answer. So we're not even gonna try to give one. We're they gonna asked, just acknowledge that there's not a good answer. They apparently asked the screenwriter at a reunion panel, like how do how does like the lasers and the robots and all this connect? And he just said, It's magic. Yeah. That was the answer. Yeah. Like it really just feels like they had a few ideas and said, okay, we'll throw the dart at the dartboard, but then they threw too many darts. They overcame. sneezed. Yeah. There was a and hole. Threw every dart and went, oh no, it's too, whatever. So like, okay, guys, instead of either robots or either Stonehenge or either cult sacrifices, you got to put them all in. I'm going home. In between Tom Atkins banging every chick that looks sideways at him. Which is funny because I also just watched The Fog, where it's basically the same thing. The original Fog, he picks up Jamie Lee Curtis and then they're in bed like an hour later. I kind of bought that more, though, because it's like the way that they painted her character as being very like free spirited and, you know, whatever. That's true. And it's not like he's like with every chick. It's not like, oh, I banged Jamie Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm, I'm over here now. I'm going to I'm going to hit up uh, Adrian Barbeau. But I mean, it's not like a person could blame him, but still, I appreciate that they sort of, you know, he had some some one night stand monogamy there. Yeah, you could see how maybe after the events of the fog, those two continue on together. Here, yeah. that will be trickier. Yeah, it it would be. It would be. I guess. Uh, yeah, we we so it's the daughter of a dude who's gone missing. So even the fact that he sleeps with her is kind of I don't know, like a little sketchy. She's not in the greatest mindset. She's trying to find her dad. I also really like that he waits until after he's banged her twice to ask how old she is. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, like he like he he does her twice and then when she's all like you know, oh, oh no, I'm not tired. He's like, "Wait a second. I mean, how but, you know, how old are you?" And it's like, "You're already committed, my dude." Like that's not it's not like they're going to look at it and be like, "Well, it was only twice. You didn't hit the magical number 3." So, we're going to let you off with a warning. What a very different movie that could have become. Like all of a sudden Halloween three just becomes this kind of weird relationship drama courtroom movie. <laughs> well, I don't think he, yeah, I'm, I want, so one of the relationships in that, the, the thing with the ex-wife. So, and I don't know if we need to like start from the beginning or, or how you want to do this, but it, so like with the, you know, when he shows up in the middle of dinner or whatever, like they're clearly divorced and, and all this stuff. It was a little bit annoying how, and it's not like they did, they did it totally one-sided. They kind of, you know, they kind of illustrated that he was a bit of a deadbeat dad. Like uh, I kind of actually liked that. She was like, Oh, drinking and doctoring those go together. He's like, not even going to acknowledge that in my opinion, they do, you know? And then, but it's like, they just show her being shrill and just never listening and never anything and being very, very cliche. And I thought that was a little bit much to lean on that. Um, but 
you know, by the end, I, I, I sort of played a part, I guess. Yeah, it's an easy way for him to be written off later in the movie when he calls her and perhaps a little too hysterically starts screaming about Halloween masks are going to blow up a bunch of people's heads. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of painted himself into that corner with the whole like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to pick him up. Um, all of a sudden there's a doctor's retreat. No, I don't know the name of the hotel. Okay, thanks. Bye. That's, I mean, pretty obviously he's blown off his kids to go hook up, which essentially is what he was doing. And as a doctor, he's a smart dude. So he should have been able to come up with a better excuse than, oh, whoops, last minute doctor's retreat. Guess I have to go do that. And it's also not hard to come up with the name of a fake hotel. It's the the 80s. She can't look it up. I know you can't. I mean, I guess you can call information. Who's going to take the time to do that? Especially if the plot, if you can avoid a plot hole that way. She would just be like, she could just say, oh, I'm not even going to bother calling information. Slam. And then you've got that covered. I, to go back to the masks for a second. So the whole plan is obviously dependent on millions and millions and millions of kids buying the same three Halloween masks. I don't know if I buy that that would, that that would happen. Well, I don't know that they're necessarily pushing it as every child on the planet was not gonna a, well, wear it, but more like just like since it's ostensibly just supposed to be sacrificial it's like okay however many we can get on them um and again you know in the era you're not gonna like go on facebook and notice that oh no i'm wearing the same mask as everyone else i should probably go pick up something else at spirit halloween i guess i don't know i i guess i still wanted to think that because they still are going to dress up and go to school and stuff that a lot of kids are still going to want something unique instead of, oh, I want one of those masks, so I'll be either a pumpkin, a skeleton, or a witch. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I just feel like when, you know, you had a friend group, it wasn't, well, we're all pumpkin, I guess. Well, that's true. Well, and it's only a mask. Like, I, you know, again, in the 80s, like, at least there was like a plastic smock that said my little pony on it to make it really clear since that's true mask did not that makes the costumes extra lame because it's just kids with pumpkin masks and then a hoodie and then they inexplicably just like sit in front of the tv wearing it bobbing their heads back and forth with the thing sometimes the t oh you mean the six more days till halloween 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 Six more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. You're welcome for that lead in. One of them you're going to sing along and it's going to be great. Um, Some of them, they instruct the kids to put on their masks while they watch. But sometimes, yeah, they're just doing it. Yeah. Although I did think it was it's on point that they're like sitting that close to the television and then their mom tells them it's going to ruin their eyes. Did they ever say, because the whole thing, too, is they're using a big giveaway. Oh, don't forget about the big giveaway at 9 p.m. Did they ever say what it was? I don't think they had to. They weren't going to give anything away. Heads were going to be exploding. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of you got to at least promise them something. You don't have to deliver. Although, again, maybe you do, because some kids probably there was probably at least a couple kids with just Ghostbusters costumes on sitting next to other kids and watching. Yeah, they're going to be like, well. I don't think of what was the prize. Yeah, you look at you look at your sibling with their exploded head and you're like, I mean, that's fine. But since they're gone, I have a better chance at this prize. Yeah. There's going to be it? 
two class action lawsuits at the end of this. The one against Silver Shamrock for all those blown up heads and the second for not delivering on the promise of the contest. That's true. That's true. And I'm a paralegal, so I immediately drafted the motion for class action recognition in my head. And I'm going to stop right now. I feel like that lawyer's got a slam dunk case. Like, oh, there's snake head particles all over the country. Hypothetically, we it is left a little ambiguous. Which I I did like that. I really like the ending of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I think. And and that's the thing. It's it's a little bit. Definitely, there's plot holes big enough to drive a truck through. Absolutely. Seven. (laughs) Hang on, I have a list. It's like you probably might be able to do this. I think I probably could. I'm going to start out with. um, Don't forget, the screenwriter waved his hand and said, It's all magic. So. Is it also magic that we have like a a hardened, like long term nurse who screams because she finds a dead body? in a hospital bed she might be new it's her first day she did not appear new also they clearly had a long-term like friendship slash ass slapping type of relationship maybe they were friends in when she was not a nurse and her other friend was saying you should be a nurse so she quit her other job went back to school are you friends with this screenwriter this is supposed to be a big proud first day oh my god like i was not happy in my previous career and now here i am ah fuck a dead guy i was not prepared for this and in nursing school at no point did i observe cadavers um learn anything about biology because well and i mean obviously we're joking about the ridiculousness of this but i did i trained as a cna I, uh, a certified nurse's assistant with the Red Cross. It was like a nine or 12 week program or something. Did you deal with some death there? It's disturbing. It's deeply disturbing. Is there a chance that she's not an actual nurse, but is dressed like a nurse and visiting her friend at the hospital? For Halloween? You know what? I buy into that. Headcanon accepted. All right. We can mark that plot hole off. Yep. Done. This movie continues to be flawless. It's true. It's true. What else you got? Okay. So when they get to the town, which ostensibly is completely arranged around uh, this silver shamrock place. um, Which did you, sorry to interrupt your thinking, but did you know until this movie that that was the namesake for a certain other real life company? That was also inexplicably explosive. Heads exploded. Um, I did actually. Okay. I was aware of that. I was aware of that. I had not seen it, uh, the movie. I didn't make the connection, but I had seen that referenced previously. Okay. Maybe that oh. was enough foreshadowing to know how things would pan out. You know what? With it, that company. Ultimately, I can see why they just sort of uh, met their fate. You know, was there another path they could take? Not according to the plot, not according to the screenplay. Yeah. Although, you know what? I would buy now more than ever that that company could do that and then continue to keep operating somehow. I've never believed it more than in this current hellscape (laughs) (laughs) of a planet that they could blow up millions of heads and then just be like, whoops, malfunction. We'll fix that for next time. (laughs) We didn't know about. All right. I'm not going to go down that road. Um (laughs) But okay, so they get to they get to this town, 
And um, it's obvious a little bit weird, although I actually don't think that it was like overdone the way that people looked at them because like the year is 2022. And definitely if I go into like smaller towns in Kentucky, even being from Kentucky, I get that same staring out of windows. But also for the most part, I don't think it's, I think it's like mostly benign. It's just like nothing happens. So when a new car goes across, everyone's gonna be like, I better get up on the gossip. So tonight when we talk about it at 530, because our curfew's at six, I know the make of the car that approached the town. But I did. So the curfew kind of was a little bit odd, too, because they're like, you need to stay in your houses. No one's allowed to leave. Inexplicably, the liquor store is open. Hmm. People need booze. I don't know how else to say it. But they're not they're not allowed to leave their houses to get said booze. Maybe maybe the booze dude delivers. I don't know. Tom Atkins was there. And I, but I'm super glad that he was being very careful. And when the strange drunk homeless man told him he had no diseases, I'm glad that he took that. I'm glad he got that promise first before he shares his bottle with the guy. That's important. It is. And under no circumstances would anyone lie about that. Nope. That's cool because alcohol kills everything anyway. So it's probably fine. So, and some of the some of the plot holes honestly were resolved like later in the movie. Like I was very confused about the death of the first guy, old girl's dad. Like because See the guy looked, who gets his head pulled off. No, it's not actually pulled off. It's like I I had my note is how did he die a pinched snoot? Because all I really oh, saw was they like yes you know yeah. it's like they they, just they grab his, his nose. nose. And yeah, got your nose. They do the got your nose. And then kind of like pull it up some. And so that also like, I kind of wish we'd gotten a better look at his head because maybe that would have explained why the nurse screamed. Maybe there was more going on there than just his. But then later they, I thought that was really interesting when she's like, that's got to take some serious lower arm strength, which is not a term you hear much. That's true, actually. Yeah, Yeah. the, the head yanking guy was just the guy who was talking shit, right? Yeah, the the non-diseased homeless guy. Yeah, okay. Guy who had absolutely no germs in his mouth. That was a pretty good, pretty good bit of business. There's a lot I mean, of, a lot of good creative gore in this movie that even the naysayers have to, you know, acknowledge. Oh man, the There's misfire next door. The okay, but all right. Here's another plot hole for you though. So, and I did that. I think that was my favorite kill of the whole thing was her like getting zapped by the little silver shamrock piece and the way her face looks after like her like split lip, like curling up. That was amazing. That was great. That was a great shot. Good makeup work in this movie. Oh, it was so good. And like, honestly, like they did it so well too, because it's clear, like she like survives for a little bit after that because she's like still trying to gasp and like her feet are kicking. I'm like, nicely done, John Carpenter. I like it. but. If you notice, uh, Ellie actually is the one who had the piece and it dropped into her hotel room, not Marge's. So it doesn't actually make any sense that Marge then sees it on her hotel room floor, picks it up and gets zapped. Like they Um, made a point to show that Ellie had it. I'll say that uh, you probably just uh, you're probably just wrong. Yeah, I buy that. (laughs) That's my answer to that plot hole is you must have just misunderstood. I actually think it was magic. Yeah. I think the, the unseen magic transported it because the plot called for Ellie to survive longer than that. 
I think a lot of the questions can definitely just be answered with, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, that's the plot called for it. Like, uh, how does Stonehenge connect to all of this? Well, because that's what I put. Yeah. In the script. There's that's unanswerable. You know, there's nothing you can do from there. I put it in the script. I do want to see the prequel to this movie, like Halloween 3.5. That's just how did they get it there? And it's just the logistics of it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm I am reading, you know, you know who John Keel is, right? Because he wrote the Mothman prophecies. Yep. So I'm reading another book by him right now. It's called like Our Haunted Planet. And he's addressing the things like the pyramids and Stonehenge and stuff like that. And according to him, it's ultra terrestrial. So there's your answer on that. Oh, shit. Is that a step up from extraterrestrials? It's sort of a step in the middle. It's like they're not uh, they're not really from like another planet. Um, Like just hyper capable people from this planet kind of like like energy almost I, I i don't know like they're they're but reading it is a good lesson in the knots that people will tie in themselves to try to make something fit a theory or a screenplay hmm. so see it was connected magic absolutely but still my favorite kill yeah uh, it's probably my second. I gotta give it to the 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 wiggling and pulling of the guy, the homeless guy's head off. That was pretty good because it's that all one continuous take. It isn't just like you watch as they kind of wrestle wrestle it off. That's a good point. Yeah, because normally there's a cutaway. Normally yeah. you see it, and, and then, then they'd don't... be holding it. Yeah, and you know what else I thought was really interesting. So when they kill the what is she like the uh autopsy chick the emmy or whatever oh the one who just like the one who gets injected near the end like the one who's helping him over the phone yeah she doesn't get injected though she gets a drill through her head oh she gets a drill through her head yeah which i thought was off camera it is off camera but the thing that sold it for me was watching the guy and the jerk where it goes through her skull and like all the way through her brain. I was like, that was nicely done too. Yeah. The the actors playing the weird robots are very good at selling the efforts involved in the murders. Yeah. And the and the change up in the way that he does all of these. They're not all completely in your face. I just thought that was a really good like I, I don't think that it would have been any more effective to watch it go through I think it was very effective to see the moment where it goes through her skull. I wonder if the robots are programmed to like how, how, how that programming works, like what makes them decide? Because we know they can just yank off a head. So there's magic. no reason they wouldn't just be doing that at all times. Magic. So I wonder. It's a magic roulette wheel in their heads. That gives oh, so them it just like the dartboard, it just spins and it's like, find nearest power tool. It's like, okay, oh, a drill. Yeah. Yeah. That qualifies. Oh, I spun yank off head. That's a fun one. <laughs> Dang it. I got pinched nose. Damn it. This is That's a boring, boring one. one. <laughs> oh, you get to use that lower arm strength. You That's do. True. That's true. Thanks, Bill. You're right. I don't, I don't think the robot. Well, so... I guess they sort of talk. I don't know if they like hang out and are friends and stuff, though. You know, I don't. Do they talk? 
Well, Ellie at the end ends up being a robot and she's been saying stuff, hasn't she? I don't think she says anything after he gets her. I was trying to remember that later. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, so they don't talk. Eh, That's too bad. Yeah. I, and, but you know, I thought that was really good too because even though she didn't talk, I don't think it, um, like, telegraphed that twist because I didn't question it. I just figured, like, you're being quiet because you're sneaking around and also you've been laying on this table. So you're probably at least somewhat traumatized. So it wasn't until they were driving and she wouldn't answer him that I was like, Oh shit. I think I she actually, might be a robot. I was actually going to ask. Cause obviously having seen it before, I knew that was coming. So I was curious if what it was like as a first time viewer. It actually had not even occurred to me. It, it didn't, you know, I, I just figured it was kind of, good luck that he managed to grab her and that she came along with him i did the the slight plot hole in that though is why if she was a robot didn't she stop him while he was dumping the the misfires of doom on all of the robots down there why was she assisting him with that so didn't decide to go after him until they're in the car so here's the thing about robots though when you first turn a robot on, it's like booting up a computer. It's not going to oh. be all the way there right away. It needs a little bit of time to get to where it needs to be. So for that first chunk, she probably, you know, she wasn't quite there yet. She understood maybe a little bit of, oh, I don't know if that's a good thing, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not she all the way. installing updates. Yeah, I'm at 81%. So I don't fully process that he's dropping all these coins and making these robots die. Okay. So by the time they get to the car, she's still a little like, "Hmm." and then she's like, oh shit. And then that's when she attacks because she's at 100%. Well, yeah. And she restarted. Yeah. It was an auto restart. She had, you know, I can see that. Okay. I buy that. You're really filling up these plot holes. Yeah. I feel good about it, you know? And I'm going to be able to recommend this movie without compunction for the rest of my life. You'll be able to say forever, you know what? This is perhaps the most flawlessly written story in the history of literature. Yeah. Yeah. We're close to that. Absolutely. I, I kind of loved the kill with the, what's his face? What was his name? The guy who like owned the town. Oh my God. They say it so many times. Mr. Generic Irish name. I think I have the IMDB page in front of me for this exact reason. Let's see. Props to them for not doing like Patty or O'Malley. Cochran. Okay. All right. Yeah. His death, he essentially turns into a man who's been wrapped in aluminum foil and then zaps into nothing. Like as he's engulfed in the blue light of the Stonehenge. Now, I have a question though, which I am certain that you will be able to answer. He talks about a sacrificial circle having to do with this rock stonehenge rock thing so when tom atkins dumps all of the little discs down and all the robots are dying and misfiring and stonehenge like lights up and does its thing it becomes apparent that the sacrificial circle is where all the robots were to begin with operating computer screens that they refuse to look at how would that 
do we think that was the intentional original sacrificial circle and they were just like going to move all the equipment out and shove some people in it? Or were the robots ultimately sacrificial themselves? Let me answer your question first with this. Five more days till Halloween. Damn it. See, you didn't want me to sing along because I got it wrong. I, I think I, the wrong time. I, I, I wasn't sure who had the right tempo there. I think it's probably you. I don't know. Um, yes. Yes. Sacrificial robots in a circle. Magic. Okay. I can accept that. Yeah, magic. Okay. I usually I'm... think I'm just too distracted by like, oh, look at the robots dying <laughs> to have made that much of a connection. I was a little bit disappointed because like, I mean, and I knew that it would be this way because they're robots, but I was kind of hoping to see that kill duplicated. Oh, the, the snake head? Marge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it has a very different effect on the robot men. Yeah, it does. They just sort of like gargle uh, some kind of lemon goo. Yeah, like a cu- it looks like custard. Like everyone just put custard in their mouths or something. Yeah. I thought that was good too. The first one he realizes is a robot when he like basically they punches s- through his innards. going to say they seem very easy to kill. Because yeah. Tom Atkins just punches one at standard strength. And yeah, exactly. Like punches a hole into his gut. It's, Tom, it's standard Tom Atkins strength, though. That's true, which is the strength of 10 regular men. That's true. But at yeah. that point, instead of running, I feel like he should have just gone on the offense and went, I can take one of these things down with one punch and just like gone from there. He was in shock, though. You could see his face. He was just like, the fuck yeah his, his hand is also covered in goo which he needs to deal with but if there's one thing we've leave. learned from tom At- tom atkins is he bounces back quick in any given horror situation so That's once true. that initial shock wears off he should have the rest of the movie should have just been him running around punching and giggling i liked that he manages well it's so interesting that they're like okay enjoy the horror movie and then everyone's head's gonna explode and you're like oh are they gonna make him watch like his kids and then it's really just Halloween. <laughs> Straight up just, look, we got to get Michael Myers in here somehow. Yeah, and so also, they just throw it on there. Which is actually kind of a giant flaw in the plan, too, because the whole thing is, one, you got to bank on every kid coming back from trick-or-treating early enough to, to tune in. But two, that, oh, we're going to show a horror movie and then that's going to lead into the giveaway. So many parents are going to go, no, you're not watching that. It's late and it's probably a school night. Go that's to bed. There's a big chance it's a school night. Big chance. Uh, I don't think they yeah. specify what day of the week uh, Halloween. Actually, it was a on. Sunday. Now that I think about it, it was a Sunday. So it's the most important school night, if anything. The most horrific school night. Yeah. Like you got to get the most rest tonight or else you're not going to start your week off very well. So you no. get two pieces of candy. No, you're not watching this R-rated slasher movie. You have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to get on the bus. I don't know, though. Because that's yes and no, because the 80s were so much more permissive. Like 
we definitely ate significantly more than two pieces of candy. Now we did, we, we had to wait while mom and dad went through our candy. Yeah. Checking for razor blades and drugs and whatever else. But uh, no, then we ate a shit ton of it. Man, I remember there was one freaking Halloween when I was in middle school that they gave us like a shit ton of homework that night. So like I ended up like going out and trick or treating and then I had all this like white face makeup on. I don't even know what I was that year. And I was like sitting at the dining room table after the fact, like working on my notes, like studying for a test. And then I like fell asleep. And the next morning it was like white goo all over the table. I'm kind of retroactively mad at whoever that teacher was. That's the biggest dick move. I agree. Like, That's a huge dick move. You you can't claim you don't know what you're doing when you do something like that. Like, oh, it's just, you know, that's what you, that's, they got to learn. You can't let Halloween get. She would pull a Cochran. She would be absolutely and totally okay with Cochran's plan. Yeah. If all of their heads explode, I won't have to teach them tomorrow. I don't, I, I'm still having a hard time understanding what the, critters what that relationship is why there's critters is was it just that they felt that perhaps zapped melted curling up lip faces were insufficient from a horror standpoint you also have to have bugs and snakes i can't accept it was anything other than that they thought it would look cool like they have to have programmed that result and i assume it is not easy even with stonehenge magic to program a rubber Halloween mask to explode into bugs that weren't previously there. Yeah, because like I could buy the laser, and particularly in that era when it was like, you know what's cool? Lasers. Does anyone yeah. understand how they work? No. No. Other than you hit a button and a laser comes out and it can do most anything. Yeah, that was a time when everyone was staring at their microwaves going like, what the fuck is this? So I totally believe that. Yeah, exactly. Was there, am I hallucinating that there was sort of a round of like microwave related horror where like you would have like people cooking themselves or um, shit like that where you notice it happening in or like, like microwaves like malfunctioned and microwaved the shit in the room. I don't know if I'm hallucinating this or not. I can't think of much other than the mom from Gremlins cooking a gremlin in the microwave. That's all that's coming to mind. Maybe that's that all I'm thinking. Badass, so. That was badass. That was badass. I feel like there was a lot of unnecessary microwave-related fear, though, because it's, like, it's not going to do shit if you don't close the door anyway. I like the idea that the microwave was the internet of the 80s. Just this <laughs> weird, new, like, I don't trust this thing at all. <laughs> I'm going to be making my Jiffy Pop on the stove like a Christian. You will reheat your coffee in a pot on top of the stove. This is how that I'm works. not letting this voodoo in our house. No. My brother does not own a microwave and neither does my mom, but I don't think it's because of fear of microwave related incidents. I think it's more of a, like a, I guess a taste issue. I can only assume that they have more time on their hands than I do because I don't want to remake an entire pot of coffee. I just yeah. want to shove it in. We, uh, we have one of those, whatever you call it, like the, the vent microwaves that are above the stove. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when ours broke, it turns out it's like a giant pain to get it out and get a new one in. And we were like, well, we could get it fixed. I was like, you know what, though? Let's see. Let's just see how long we can go. And for the first bit, it was amazing because, you know, instead of reheating pizza in the microwave, you'd crisp it up in the oven. You'd go, my God, it's so much better. 
but then yeah once you're you dump coffee into a pot and then heat the pot up and then dump it back in your mug it's time to pay someone to fix your goddamn microwave yes <laughs> so we didn't last long well and with kids too it's like how much shit do i microwave for my kid in a day it's i don't know i'm trying to think now you guys probably actually like are good parents and cook shit we don't <laughs> let me tell okay it's this is going to become a parenting podcast for 30 seconds, so bear with me. <laughs> so we have our youngest is the cliched chicken finger pizza mm-hmm. uh, kid. Pizza, uh, chicken fingers, mac and cheese are the three that we can usually always rely on. While simultaneously, the oldest has decided she no longer likes pizza, chicken, and mac and cheese. <laughs> so I have no idea what the hell we're supposed to do. Not cooking two things. Well, that's why everything's single serve, basically. It's just good. Are you saying we should just give them hungry man dinners every night? Uh huh. That's where I'm at. Get some real good use out of that microwave. See if you like, can. But the find brownie's a... really hot and the corn is cold. It's like that's just part of it. This is this is life. Accept it. That's those Tyson ones, though. The Tyson ones with like the the fried chicken in them, and they had the brownie and the. This may be a cultural thing. I was gonna say I'm not familiar with the name. Do you guys not have Hungry Man down there? We do have Hungry Man, but it's like big, like dude meals, like meatloaf and shit. We had these Tyson, like yellow tray microwavable ones, and they had like fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn, and a brownie. That sounds like a Hungry Man. Yeah. That sounds like it's just like a, a branding issue, branding change. Maybe. I haven't had a Hungry Man in about 14, 15 years. When it was just me and my wife on our own, I remember we got them one night and we're like, I can't ever do this again. <laughs> like the brownie is just liquid and way too hot. And the mashed potatoes are ice cold and the balance is impossible. And the chicken shouldn't taste like this. Yeah. I have occasionally considered like getting one out of nostalgia. No, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I assume they still exist. Yes, you know- they do. Cause I saw a dude loading his cart with them like a month ago. He was um, filming a Hallmark holiday movie. Oh, that was their catering. <laughs> yes. Well, no, would... that that's no, that's the setup for the the lonely man. Oh, you know, where you show them at the grocery store, like filling their cart with whatever judgmental foods you can think of, you know, to illustrate clearly that this person so for, is alone. So for a man, it would be a shopping cart full of hungry man versus a woman where it would just be a bunch of ice cream. That's or lean cuisines, it. probably probably half lean cuisines and half ice cream. Or just the ones where sometimes they get alcohol, but they just start sipping it right in the store. That's always a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is way better than the dude at, in charge of food for the Hallmark. <laughs> I guess yeah, that would work, though. You know, though, this gives me an idea for for some additional stuff you can do with this show, though. I mean, this is all about nostalgia. You need to start pairing these movies and shit with like nostalgic food I'm and you have to eat, eat it. Man. Well, all right. You've ruled that one out, but there's a lot of other shit. Like there's Pop Rocks. There's. We did do some food episodes before the world shut down because then uh-huh. it became too hard. But if you go back to the early, early days, we did a Halloween candy episode. Oh, we yes. did one where a bunch of people brought in the snacks they used to get in their lunches when they were in like grade school, but it was like, and it, it ended up crazy, like a, a crazy amount of variance. And I thought we did a third food episode. Now I don't remember it, but 
Mm. You're not wrong. They were always fun. Probably not for the listener because it's just a lot of like, okay, give me that. <laughs> well, that's why you pair it with the movie. Like you, I don't know. So I don't, maybe you just like, maybe you've paired whatever nostalgic food, like, you know, with the movie. And then like, as you're discussing the movie, well, I guess he'd still be chewing on air, which would be, I don't know. I'm going to find mean, a way done to done it before. I'm going to find a way to include snacks in everything in my life. That is my life's work. Oh, I guess at this point I should say we have a word from our sponsor. Four more days till Halloween. 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 Four more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. You got like a Beastie Boys thing almost where you like you come in at the end of when I get to the end of a sentence, you jump in with the last word almost. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm going to try to do that for the next one. I still have to do three more, I think. I don't remember. I say, I think at the end, do they do? How would they, uh, how would they fit today as Halloween? Did they say they zero? Didn't. What did they say? No, it was like. I'm trying to think because they clearly did it. It was like, maybe it was Holy like Holy shit, it's Halloween. Halloween. That's that fits. Right. Oh, but that fits. I was going to Google it, but I can't actually figure out how to phrase that appropriately. So I'm going to not. Yeah, I can't. Because, yeah, today isn't enough words to fit with the rhythm. Maybe they just did. They just like happy, happy Halloween. Oh, you might be right, actually. I wouldn't bet any money on that. Still I'm not usually, very good. Happy, happy I'm Halloween. 30% wrong. So it's like I'm right enough that people get convinced that what I've said is correct. But I'm off enough that you'll definitely get it marked wrong on a test. I still like holy shit, it's Halloween. That's that is the new accepted version. Apparently, they did actually mass produce these masks for the release of this movie, but it's funny because the movie didn't do well. So I assume now they just had a bunch of super generic Halloween that probably tested my theory for real that kids would go in and they'd say, Oh, do you want to be a witch, a skeleton, or a pumpkin? And they'd go, No, I, I, I want to be He Man. Yeah, I want to be He Man. I want to be. Shira, I want to be a Ghostbuster. I want to be the. We're gonna, my friends and I are the Goonies this year, so no. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, at this stage, if they still had them, you might be able to do like a retro throwback. Like, I was just in Spirit Halloween on the week like last weekend. I should have looked to see if they had any, if they had these masks. I yeah, will... you're right. That would be a great thing to tap into now. I'll throw myself on that grenade because we haven't been yet because I've been hobbling around but now i should be able to walk in in there and select my halloween merchandise i was i went in for costumes and just left with a bunch of shit for me <laughs> like shirt mug i was gonna get because uh, our daycare has a as a halloween doormat and the youngest really likes that so i was gonna get one but it was ca- uh, camp crystal lake and i was mm. like really excited about it but then i thought about it and went they're not gonna get it and I can't really sit and be like, okay, so there's this dude in a hockey mask, Jason, who kills people at camps. Where are you going? So to them, it's just going to look weird. Like I put a summer themed, like, why is there just a lake on this thing? This isn't spooky, yeah. dad. You Good fucked call. it up. Good way to think that out. Because I so think I that's sh- exactly what would have happened. Then I would just over course correct and do killer clowns from outer space and be like, fine. The other one wasn't scary enough. Now you just got <laughs> evil clowns on your front door. <laughs> 
And every day when you come home, I want you to look at them for two to three minutes before you can come inside. <laughs> and do not tell me about your nightmares because I don't care. Yeah. Do not be waking me up. Not interested anymore. No. You had your chance. It was a nice, peaceful lake. These are also your Halloween costumes. <laughs> and you have to sing this song. It goes like this. Three more days till Halloween. 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 Three more days till Halloween. Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Shamrock. See, I like that. <laughs> that was good. You had to change it up. We can't do the same thing every time. Especially, too, because I don't know how much more I have to say about the movie. So these Silver Shamrock things are going to become much more less spaced out. I can see that. Yeah. I, I, my ultimate kind of decision on it was that it was i mean like you i think it felt it felt like they put a whole bunch of elements that were cool cool elements into a blender and hit frappe and you know this was the result where nothing is quite fleshed out to the point that you would want it to be i guess but in some ways that you know then then it supports the entire magic thing um and i kind of like that they sort of peripherally included sam Hain but in a oh. very sort of derogatory way, I guess. Like, yeah. see, actually, this is how us Celtics always were. We used to murder all the kids at Halloween, but the last time was 3,000 years ago, so somehow I have this connection to it, though, as though it happened in my grandfather's time, and it's time to murder a bunch of kids again. Yeah, it's got a very make Halloween great again vibe. <laughs> oh, God. The Maha team. I, I know, I guess we should talk about the ending too. Yeah. yeah, obviously spoilers for Halloween three, which everyone knows when they go into these things. He fails, or at least it strongly implies that he fails. And that final image, first of all, it's kind of it is a little tough to believe that he called these stations up and just said, "You got to take it off the air. You just got it. You got to trust one me." Guy in charge of all the stations of, of television that I can kind of buy. And he just flicked the first two switches and went, we should probably leave one on just in case. So the final image of the movie is the final iteration of the song, the murder version of the song pretty much playing out in its entirety as Tom Atkins screams, stop it, stop it. Yeah. And it's, it's good. Yeah, because in I really like an amb- ambiguity with an ending like that because it like it'd have been fine if the kids had exploded, but it's kind of it's kind of cool that it was unclear in that like rising tension and then you're gonna leave it like right there. And maybe the station manager guy was just like, I mean, a one third loss of the world's children is acceptable, you know. Probably not all of them are gonna get up in time to change the channel. We're going to assume that we've saved a certain amount of people this way. So I can confirm that apparently the original screenplay was not at all ambiguous and it ended with a bunch of screams uh, as, cool. it went, as it went to the credits. And then they changed the ending. And apparently Tom Atkins said, hey, I like this a lot better because maybe I because, you know, in this ending, he 100 percent loses. So at least this way, he's like, I don't know, maybe I pulled it off. And then the novelization of the movie, which I read was more popular than the movie itself. Did not know this had a novelization. Interesting. Uh, Oh, man. If you ever want to go down an amazing rabbit hole, movie novelizations. 80s, early to mid 90s, 
every single movie you can think of as a novelization. And I very briefly toyed with the idea of starting to really go down that path, but you can't really get them digitally anywhere. And if you mm. want to find an actual physical copy, it's like more than you would want to pay for the novelization of Good Burger. I used to have a whole lot of um, Star Trek novelizations, but I was always unclear as to whether they were actual episodes or if they were just like written within the universe. Probably a lot of that. Yeah. But uh, the uh, novelization also not open to interpretation. A hundred percent. He fails. End of book. (laughs) But I like the way I do like the way they went with this better. Yeah. Yeah, because you leave it with the tension. And at first I was like, wouldn't he at least make that kid turn it off so the kid didn't explode? But then I was like, no, because how else will he monitor what's going on? Yeah, how will that's he know? true. <laughs> that one poor kid is like, look, you're for the greater good so I can keep an eye on things. No, I mean, here he is waltzing into a gas station, be changing their channels while a man is screaming very audibly behind them, turn off the commercials, it's going to kill all the kids. So in a way... I don't know. You're right. He deserved it. <laughs> I it's, was a hard, it's a hard stance, but. <laughs> but they're never going to learn otherwise. Okay. Oh. This is why people used to have more kids is so that one could explode as a lesson to the others. So that he could point to that and be like, see, this is what happens when you go with the group. This is the ultimate. If your friends jumped off a bridge analogy, <laughs> my friends are going as pumpkins and he wanted to be a pumpkin too. Now his head is snakes. but the mermaid and the fairy you're both fine because you're unique that's the lesson but then next year everyone wants to go as a head of snakes oh well yeah there's going to be at least a couple people who show up in silver shamrock masks at a party and be like too soon dude (laughs) a lot of poor taste sorority parties that is the clear sequel to this a bunch of people a sorority party doing soror- awful like as an awful joke hold a silver shamrock party and we're all gonna wear silver shamrock masks like and there'll be that one like the one guy who's like i don't think you should do that that's really in poor taste and then yeah i gotta uh-oh. say that was one one of my favorite moments of the like jurassic the original jurassic park reboot like the first one they did or whatever when uh the guy's wearing the jurassic park shirt and they're like that isn't really poor taste. People died. I did kind of like that. I did too. Um, oh, that's interesting. Just got a text. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> Two more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Two more days till Halloween. Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. So, I got the same text. I'm just thank you to who texted that in. I have not checked our email for questions, which would have been a much better segue into what I just did than saying I had a text. But it still it worked. I was I was with you. You sold it very well. I was like, I hope everything's okay. No, mostly yeah, everything's fine. I did get concerned when I saw how many notifications I had in text wise, but it. It's all good. <laughs> Do they I mean, help you, just you say, turn to, it off, you, turn it off, turn it off? Stop it. Stop it. 
you don't get like that when you see all of a sudden that you missed a bunch of texts that you just have to assume something's wrong? Um, I have an insane number of notifications at the top of my phone. And so I just sort of get to the point where it's all, uh, it all just kind of blends together and I don't even look, which is kind of bad because I realized this morning, uh, one of my attorneys that I work for, like, um, they, they have COVID in their house. And so I sent him a message. I was like, dude, that's, that sucks. Let me know if you want me to drop anything by. And he apparently called like right after that. Didn't hear it. And, um, so far down the notification list, I didn't see it. So I really hope they didn't need anything. Did you check to be sure? Not yet. I mean, All it's right. only two. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you, for final thoughts, My, you I mostly mean, summed up yours. Yeah. Yep. I liked it. And I think it would have been, I think it would have been cool to branch off this way. Like it would have been cool if they just split it. Like you've got the continuing Halloween franchise that people apparently are very into, you know, continue to have Michael Myers, but then there's this whole, like, you know, cause there's, there's just a ton of, there's a ton of ways you could go with it. There's a ton of stories you could tell. Yeah, I agree. It is. And there's not really, I, I, I think some, there's a couple of streaming things that are doing it. I forget what it's called, but there's one series that basically did a horror movie for all like these major holidays. I forget. I think Prime did it. I don't remember what it's called, but it is a little too bad because like I said, a lot of the Halloween franchise is hit and miss. So it could have been interesting to see what we could have gotten instead. I still think it's fascinating that they went, they sat down and went, okay, we're going to kick this off as a new anthology series. What's the story we're going to tell? And this is the one they chose. <laughs> like, it's such an insane pivot that the instructions must have been, I want it as far from the other two movies as you can possibly get. Like, no serial killer, no, like, slasher movie stuff. Yeah. You have to tell an original story. And so they set out and went, all right, we're going to tell the most original fucking story that we could come up with. And then someone just spiraled it out from there. I kind of, I kind of dig and buy into that because I really like when you know the backstory and like, it turns out they're giving like the big middle finger to somebody where it's like, they're like contractually obligated. There's a writer uh, who wrote mostly in the 1800s or early 1900s or something. Anyway, she, uh, she's a really good romance writer. She also wrote mysteries and apparently she was under contract for like a final mystery and was really pissed about it. And it basically ends like with like all these things, like unanswered, you know, everything. And then literally the last line of the book is what an ends, what an unsatisfying mystery. And I was like, damn, she just reached straight that's, through the mail and bitch slapped them. That's and so I, good. I'm here for it. That's a very good, like, if I'm, if I'm going down, I'm fucking taking everything <laughs> with me. I warned you that I was going to write the most unsatisfying mystery in the world. Uh, yeah, I still like this movie a lot. It's crazy and unique and just constantly throwing insane things at you. Like the, the as a first time watch, like it, it must just be a throw your hands up and go, you know what? I have no idea. Fine. Let's just go along for this weird journey that you're going to take me on Halloween three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in a lot of ways that was perfect for me. Cause like I said, I didn't, I don't know a whole lot about the franchise. Wasn't like super invested in it being that. So. Yeah. If 
you're listening and you, you know, remember it as being, oh, it's the one without Michael Myers. Try and I said, give it a shot with fresh eyes. Like once you have separated that piece out and you can, you know that that's what you're going to get. Try it. It's still a bummer to see that it kind of has the reputation of, oh, I'd prefer if they released a Halloween box set that they didn't include it. Like, no, it's got a three in the name. Stop and also, it. it's Stop it. it's the middle child. Don't be cliche and leave the poor middle child out. Bring them in from the cold. Let them be part of the family. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, shit. This I actually do have to take. I'm waiting okay. for a Intelecom person to come and grab something that I'm returning. Hello? Yeah, she's here. It's for you. How did you... Yeah, no, I can tell her. Okay. Uh-huh. How many more? Okay. Yeah, no, no problem. Okay, thanks. Bye. They didn't give their name, but they wanted me to tell you do, 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 do. <laughs> one more day till Halloween, 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 one more day till Halloween. And I guess their name is Silver Shamrock. I'm going to, you get a slow clap for that. Because even after the text misdirects, I was totally buying it. A fantastic delivery. Thank you. I melded reality with fiction there because I actually am waiting for Intellicom to come <laughs> and pick something up. And they did text me, but they only just texted me that they're going to be here sometime. So, Which is all you get. That's... They can't even give me a window. I'm doing this whole... And, and, Here's another peek behind the curtain, I guess, listeners. If ever you're thinking, oh, I need to return this Amazon product and they give you the option to just have the courier come and pick it up, maybe don't because then they just say, okay, you need to be there to hand it over and they will be there tomorrow. No time frame. They operate till 10 p.m. And they're probably going to knock on the door when you get up to go pee. Yep. They're not, they're not doorbell ringers, so... Uh, yeah, like it works out and that I do have someone else home right now who could deal with it, but it's, it's yeah, don't do it. PSA, don't do it. You learn something new every time. Laura, what's something you're currently enjoying? Oh, I am reading, um, Rhonda Joseph, um, RJ Joseph, uh, her, her new collection, Hell Hath No, I'm going to mess up. So I'm going to, Hell Hath No Sorrow, Like a Woman Haunted really really good i guess i gotta go with the black phone i watched watched the black phone last night i read the book forever ago and i wanted to go to a theater to see it never got out so i watched it last night and uh yeah it's a very stripped down to its barest essence thriller but i don't want to say too much but you should everyone listening it's october now if you're looking for something something good and spooky black phone awesome i'm adding it to the list i'm gonna try to watch more this month i've just been like kicking my husband out of the living room and being like i'm sorry it's horror movie time yeah. you're gonna have to go i actually got my wife to watch my best friend's exorcism the, the movie adaptation of that because <sighs> no, i pitched it as streaming yeah it's on prime oh, okay I was like, oh, it's it's I've read the book like it's horror, but there's a lot of comedy. And for the first half hour, there's actually not that much at all. So she was like, you 
what you told me this was funny and then a lot of the comedy comes in the back half which is totally a little jarring because it's like a horror movie horror movie horror movie then com- becomes a comedy but she enjoyed it it's good i like I'm it. Glad that's on there all right i know what i'm gonna be yeah i got black phone i've been told i need to watch mama which is one i never heard of but i looked at some stills of it last night and it looks wicked so oh, i don't know what that list. one is oh wait is that the jessica chastain one from a little mm-hmm. bit ago okay yes. yeah. i was like I know there's also one called Ma, and then there's one called Goodnight Mommy. I was like, wait, which one is Mama? It's like, all right, I got there. Yeah, looks good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Laurel, for joining me here today. To I, get, I don't even know what Halloween we do next year. <laughs> Skip ahead to <laughs> H2O, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. I, um, I will await your instructions in September. Thank you to everyone for listening. We got lots of good we actually aren't doing anything like dumb this october i guess after a month of swim fan we just owed ourselves some good stuff so (laughs) i floated a lot of stupid ideas we were going to do the shot for shot remake of psycho but not the original and just ridiculous things like that but instead we're going to do things like hellraiser like the original hellraiser Ah, because there's a new one coming out that looks super good yes it does and Trick or Treat and Cloverfield and the remake of The Ring is turning 20. So we're going to check that one out. So it's going to be good. It's going to be nice. Nice. And no, I guess that's it. We're still doing the Willis thing. Still doing the franchise thing. Go check those out. I guess there's really only one way to close it because there's only the one day left, but we never really established what it is. So I think we got to go with the holy shit it's Halloween version. Yes. Yeah. So here we go. Holy shit. It's Halloween. 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 Holy shit. It's Halloween. Silver Shamrock. So for all those things nostalgic, I asked to do and say.